Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Morning, everybody. It is Friday here on News Radio 930 WBEN. It is the Friday show with me, Joe Beamer. Hope everyone's doing all right. Woke up to a little snow on the car this morning, did we? Well, it looks like this weekend going to be a little chilly. Sunday might warm up. And then next week, also a little chilly, which is bad news for everyone who put their winter coats away. Uh, but I wore mine this morning. And you know what? Sometimes, sometimes when you're just in a bad mood, you get that winter coat you haven't worn for a month. Put your hands in the pocket. And what do you find? A $5 bill. That's what I did this morning. Talk about lifting my spirits. All right. You know, I was a little, uh, what day is it? Okay. It's Friday because everything is just meshing together. Uh, put on the, the winter coat after taking the dog out and realizing, wow, I need the winter coat, uh, to go back outside, put my hand in my pocket. There's my money for my monsters. So boom, $5. I didn't know I had great start to the day. Then I get to the establishment where I buy my monster energies every morning. And I was made aware that starting tomorrow, they are no longer 24 hours uh, until we recover from the coronavirus crisis and are back to normal. So that means 
if I forget to get my monster energy the night before, I may not have access to a monster energy that morning. So great start finding the $5 bill. A little disappointed in the news, but you know, time to get one of those big cases so I can limit my uh, going to convenience stores and grocery stores for my energy drinks. Anyway, I have a lot to get off my chest this morning. I have a rant that I've been ready to do. I was going to do it last night, and I thought, you know what? No, this, this needs to wait for Friday. Three things that really bothered me this week. I thought I would share it with you. It's not the topic. However, I will take comments on it because I have three rants, and I guarantee everyone listening will disagree with at least one of the things I rant about in the next segment. So if you're to the political left, well, you're usually upset with me anyway. If you're to the political right, uh, you might disagree with something I say. I have something that I'm upset with everybody this morning, and I'd like to share it. You know, get it off my chest and then open up where you can get things off of your chest. We're also going to talk about wearing masks later in the show as well. That's our web poll. We're going to talk about do you wear a mask? Uh, should you wear a mask? I've got an article from the New York Post I'd like to share with you. However, like I said, the, the, the second segment of the show will be uh, what I call Joe Beamer rants. And if it's not over by 930, it might continue into the third segment. Uh, but I'm glad everyone is here this morning. Hope you're staying safe at home, taking the proper precautions when you walk out. I hope you stay with us, even through some of the music that I know you guys don't like as the opens. But we're here for you, as always, on News Radio 930 WBEN. We will be back after this. Uh, on the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board 3930. Texter says, Joe, I made my husband wear a jacket the other day when it was cold out and he found a $50 bill in the pocket. It's always good. Always a good feeling. Money you didn't know you had. Uh, with me, it's usually if I, for some reason, had cash uh, one day when I was wearing uh, jeans and when I finally decided to wash those jeans, I'm cleaning out the pockets so, you know, paper or whatever doesn't get all around the, uh, the washing machine and I always find like a dollar or so, even finding a quarter or, or 50 cents you didn't know you had. It's a good feeling. It's money you didn't know you had, not budgeted for, not accounted for. All right, so as I said, I have three things I kind of want to rant about. Um, so if you'll excuse me, I am going to do these in order that they came to me, starting with Wisconsin on Tuesday. Wisconsin having their primary is such a bad look. When you have all leaders, no matter Democrats, Republicans, all leaders saying that we should stay inside. Don't go out unless it's essential. And then you have Wisconsin still having their primary. And then you have members on both sides of the aisle pointing to the other side. During a crisis like this, we are still having uh, uh, arguments along political lines. OK, and for all the Democrats out there who are saying, well, this is Republicans for continuing Wisconsin, they're right about that. However, Democrats fought Ohio when they postponed their primary and they said nothing when Illinois went on with their primary. So why 
all of a sudden you're going to be loud about Wisconsin. But when it was Ohio, you got mad at their Republican governor and Illinois went on with no problem. So are you upset or is it just, hey, this guy's a Republican. We're going to go after his motion. But then when our guy does it, we'll stand there and defend. Again, party politics, I think, never has a place. Definitely doesn't have a place in a crisis like this. And I understand not wanting to depend on mail-in voting. And I know that might sound a little conspiracy theory, but when Mickey Mouse voted for Hillary Clinton in 2016, I think there are some questions about the uh, legitimacy of some of these ballots. So I understand not wanting to depend on a mail-in vote or on an online vote, but you can postpone it. That's what New York did. That's what other states have done. Why does it have to be all or nothing? Wisconsin should have been able to postpone it. I think it was a bad move for Republicans to push it to keep going, and it was a bad move for the Supreme Court to keep it to keep it uh, to keep it on Tuesday. But I also don't think the other side of the aisle has much of an argument when they fought Ohio, when Ohio postponed theirs, when their Republican governor wanted to postpone theirs. CNN had this entire thing the day of talking about the controversy in Ohio. How could Ohio do this and take away your rights to primary vote? Well, they postpone it. You'll still have your chance. But it's funny Depending on the party of the governor who made the call, that's what the other side will attack it, no matter what. No matter what. So Wisconsin having their primary, a bad look. Ohio canceling theirs, good look. Illinois having it and no one, no one complaining about it at all, confusing, right? So that's my first thing. That's the first thing that's really just bothered me. Another thing, and I'm going to start this off because I think, I think this might get the text board going. I'm going to start this off with saying, yes, a lot of people in Washington, D.C. Do, do not like Donald Trump for one reason. He's an outsider. He is not a politician. He is not in D.C. for the long game. He is there for his two terms and he's out. He really only cares about getting stuff done for the American people. He doesn't care about... Um, the longevity of certain politicians in Washington. He really doesn't even care that much about the status of his party past his two terms. And that's how most politicians should be. You go there, you do your time, you get out. That's why there should be term limits in the Senate, term limits in the Congress. But yes, there are people in Washington, D.C. that will do everything they can to make sure Donald Trump is not the president after November or what would be January, I guess. Um, and the impeachment was a great sign of that. The Democrats had tried since the day he was elected, before being in office, they tried their best to get him out of office, whatever excuse they could come up with. And when the clock was getting toward the end, they found the most convenient thing and ran with it. And it was a complete embarrassment for that side of the aisle and for certain Republicans, Mitt Romney, um, who went along with it. Okay, so yeah, there's evidence that people in D.C., who are lifelong politicians, who make their money off being lifelong politicians. Yeah, obviously, they don't like the president. With that said, can we please stop with all the conspiracy theories going around COVID-19? Because some of them are just 
I don't want to use I don't want to use the word, but they don't make any sense if you logically look at them. And I fear President Trump is going into an easy election in November. I don't think anyone would debate that. Joe Biden, Joe Biden's having difficulties putting a complete thought together in the last two decades. Okay, so I don't think there's going to be an issue in November for the president, except you have people what I would call the extreme right with these conspiracy theories about um, the coronavirus was just to make Trump look bad. Uh, the coronavirus was is uh, hyped up for Joe Biden to win in November. Anthony Fauci's part of this conspiracy and he's a Hillary uh, supporter and he's part of the deep state. Talk like that is going to get Donald Trump kicked out of the office. We really need to stop with the conspiracy. You know, when I was in high school, conspiracies were people on the left. You didn't hear conservatives with conspiracy theories, right? When I was in high school, what was, the left was always talking about how George Bush was behind 9-11. That was their huge conspiracy, all right? But now, when conservatives have two of the three houses in Washington and the Supreme Court, all of a sudden, all these conspiracies are being talked about. And it's a bad look for the president. And I, I think it's a bad look for people like me on the right, who obviously want the president to get reelected, want to take over Congress, want to keep Senate. But you've got people out there talking about how this coronavirus is just some uh, virus that was put out there to get Donald Trump out of office. Now, I agree that it, it's um, everything he says is taken out of context at these press conferences, and they will use anything he says to make him look bad. Uh, the, the media has done an awful job of that. And I said this on Tuesday night, you know, no matter what, if Governor Cuomo says something, the media will talk about how great it is and what a great move it was. If the president says the exact same thing, thing three hours later, they will criticize it all night on CNN. So I see the hypocrisy. I'm not blind to the, the hypocrisy. And if you look at the polls of um, support for what the president is doing with his task force, I think a lot of Americans are starting to see through the hypocrisy. So, and also taking the Tiger King question out, out of uh, context, that was annoying too. Uh, but we need to stop with preaching these conspiracy theories. Uh, I think it's a bad look for, for us on the, on the right political side of the aisle, people like me, uh, it's going to hurt the president in the long in the long run. And I really wish we would just focus on the facts about this coronavirus, getting a vaccine, getting more testing and stop trying to say everyone who talks about what could happen with this and what we've seen around the world happen with this is just a big conspiracy theory to get the president out of office. I mean, that just doesn't make any sense if you look at it. It's not logical. And then the last thing I want to say Washington Post and New York Times, they're going after Fox News's evening host, talking about how they were originally talking about the coronavirus early February uh, before it had become what it is now in this country and worldwide. Well, the Washington Post has no legs to stand on because in January, they were saying the coronavirus is no worse than the flu when they were criticizing the president's travel ban to China. They told us coronavirus was nothing to worry about. It didn't, it didn't, um, the severity of the coronavirus did not equal a ban to travel in China. 
and that the president is just a racist. But now all of a sudden, they're going to criticize what certain people on Fox News were saying when they were saying the same thing to criticize the president's travel ban. I mean, the hypocrisy is unbelievable. And yes, it was a hypocrisy before all of this. But the fact that party politics are playing a part in this coronavirus uh, coverage and all that, it's ridiculous. And it really needs to stop. We need to stop having primaries until this is contained. We need to stop having these conspiracy talks. And we need to stop pointing fingers at who was right and who was wrong in the media. All right, that was my rant. I hope you enjoyed it. We'll get to the topic after this on WBEN. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast welcome back to the friday show here on news radio 930 wben Joe Beamer with you on this Friday as the snow has stopped. The rain has not started yet outside our Amherst studios, uh, but it's cold. So make sure you pull that winter jacket out or maybe wear the heavier hoodie, whatever, uh, whatever it is you got. You know, it's amazing watching these old Sabre classics to uh, that even is what I would call recently is 06. We had playoff games not broadcast in high definition. And I remember thinking 2006, uh, junior year of high school, that my parents were behind the times because they had yet to get an HD television. We were still watching on the old uh, tube RCA. So I guess they weren't as out of touch as I thought because watching these classic games from 06, the playoffs of 06, the national games were in HD, 
but it seemed the local games still in standard def. So funny how I remember it, apparently different than it was. All right, so I had those three rants and I thought, hey, you know, people are gonna go on the text board and talk about, hey, Joe, that was a all right rant. Uh, I disagree with you, but I see where you're coming from. And let's see the first rant here on the text board. Listen to your rant. Please keep your juvenile comments to yourself. All right, so we're off to a great start here on WBEN. Now, this isn't my topic, uh, but I've got two people on hold and I would like to let them uh, speak their mind. So let's go to Jamestown and talk to Gabriel. Gabriel, good morning. Good morning, Joe. Um, this is the first time I've ever disagreed with you. <laughs> I had a feeling a, pe- a few people would. <laughs> <laughs> You're a very astute uh, young guy. You're, what, 32? Almost, yes. Okay, I'm 67, so I've lived more than twice as long as you have, and I've seen a little bit more. And there is something with age that brings wisdom. I've seen enough to know that sometimes things that seem bizarre, too bizarre to believe, are actually true. Now, there are things, conspiracy theories, that are not true. And then there are conspiracy theories that are true. I can't prove it, but I'm in the camp where this virus was premeditatedly unleashed. The timing is too uncanny. The biggest feather in President Trump's cap was the economy. They tried everything they could to get him out of office. And so, in my opinion, they finally resorted to the last option, which is unleashing this virus, which killed our economy. Uh, Well, Gabriel, can I just play devil's advocate? And I'll let you keep going. Uh, However, if you look at polling, where he might not be the most popular president, uh, he is getting very high marks on his response to the coronavirus and the task force he's put together. Well, that's true. That's true. But at the same time, I think there's nefarious things going on here that that are aimed at trying to still uh, bring him down. Um, We don't know how it's going to end up in November. A lot of things can happen between now and November. Those polls can change. Uh, The latest poll I heard, the Quinnipiac polls, show that 55% uh, were not happy with the way President Trump was handling the situation. So polls change, situations change. Now, who would have ever thought when Roe versus Wade was passed in 1973 that we would be aborting full-term fully gestated babies. Who would have thought that? Not in your wildest imaginations, yet it's it's happening. Who would have ever thought that a judge would arrest uh, an employee of a store who is trying to protect the premises when three burglars come in, break the window, and he fires a warning shot, it hits one of the burglars, and he is the one who's arrested. What I'm trying, the reason I'm pointing these things out to you is Things that, that we never imagined would, would be happening are happening now. We are in a twilight zone period. And so even though I can't prove that this virus was premeditatedly unleashed, I can't prove it. It still remains a conspiracy theory. But in my opinion, the timing is too uncanny. Too many things have occurred that are way beyond the pale. And people who oppose Trump, the, the movers and shakers in Washington, are willing to do anything. Nothing is beneath them. They will try anything to, to transform this country, to bring it into decline and take over power. All right. Well, Gabriel, we may disagree, but I thank you for calling in. I also thank you for not turning off the radio as a few of the texters had. Um, so glad you're listening. And I will always take calls 
from people who see the other way. Now, usually we agree, Gabe, uh, but today, disagreement, but I love having the call. Thank you, Joe. Thank you. That's Gabriel in Jamestown. Let's go to Christine. Christine, good morning. Good morning. Uh, last week at this time, you were talking with Mazer about uh, what book you are going to read. <laughs> and, I'm, and, and you never uh, uh, told us, the audience, and I'm very curious. Oh, well, you know, Christine, I'm glad you asked. I should have had that ready. See, I'm not good at follow-ups, um, but I picked the David Goggins book. Uh, that was suggested can't hurt me and my next book will be David Bellavia so those are going to be the two books I read in a row good as a former English and history teacher I was just curious well Christine I appreciate you reminding me and I hope you have a good weekend yeah I understand that people are going to disagree with me however here is why I think it's uh not as um premeditated as people say okay because if this was released to make the president look bad, then I can come back with, well, was H1N1 released to have Republicans take over the Congress and Senate? I mean, that was an election year. It happened in the spring of an election year, right? So you can play both sides. So I can look at anything and look at what year it was in and when it happened and say, wow, that must be because of this election. That must be because of this. All I'm saying is, right now, you've got governors of both parties working with the president. You've got Governor Cuomo working with the president, working with Republicans. If the plan was to ruin the, uh, President Trump's re-election chances, it's not a good look to have Democrat governors complimenting the president then. So maybe they didn't communicate this if that was the plan. Again, if you keep if if talk like this keeps on getting out there, it's not going to help the president. Telling people that a virus was unleashed, so a president in the United States, by the way, unleashed around the entire world, was unleashed just to get the president of the United States out, it's not going to play well with independent voters. And in November, they probably will listen to that and say, yeah, you know what? Joe Biden can't complete a thought, but they think a virus was unleashed to knock out the president. It just doesn't sound logical. That's all I'm saying. And I appreciate the people who call in, text in, and see it the other way instead of just turning off the radio and uh, saying their juvenile comments. I appreciate that. I like having a nice dialogue, a back and forth. I like having people who disagree with me. It gets the mind going. Right. If you can listen to all opinions, not just block out the ones you disagree with. So I appreciate the text. I appreciate the phone calls. Um, and this is something I'll keep on talking about. And hey, I don't think that you will. But if you prove me wrong, you guys know I'll be the first to admit it. I admit when I'm wrong all the time. Well, only when I'm wrong, which is not all the time. But that's just where I stand. I, I think we need to do away with the conspiracy theories. We need to contain this virus. So then we can get back to work. And by the time the election comes, you're seeing an economy that had a hiccup and is recovering because we're already starting to see in the market where the stock, where stocks are recovering. So there's signs that the economy can recover. So if we can just work together for a month or two, which I know in 2020 is so difficult to do, but if we can work together 
defeat this, come up with a vaccine or get enough testing where people feel safe to go out again, the economy will then rebound. And if in November, you're looking at an economy that had a huge hiccup, by the way, went under 20,000 in the Dow and on its way back, guess what? It's going to help the president. It's not going to hurt him. All right. It's Joe Beamer. More after this. All right. So this really wasn't my topic. So we're going to do one more segment on it. Uh, and then I'm going to get to what my topic was. Uh, but here's the thing. You got to look at things logically. And this is coming from me. I am not the most logical person. Uh, but I don't know what good it is spouting about some conspiracy when we should be working together to focus on getting a vaccine. Tony just said it might be four years before we get a vaccine. We need as many people as we can working on this, especially in that profession. And in the meantime, we need to work on getting tests for everybody. We need to work on getting rapid testing for every community so everyone can be tested. If we're not going to have a vaccine, I think people will feel safer going out if they've been tested. But talking on and on about some conspiracy theory that this virus, uh, which started in China, by the way, uh, was started just to kick the president out of the White House. It, it, there's no logic. I'm sorry. So what? They wanted this virus to spread through China, Italy, the UK, Ireland, um, uh, Mexico, Canada. It was all an attempt to get the president of the United States to, to lose his economy. I mean, really? And then again, all right, if you're going to do that, then I guess we can point to Republicans for the H1N1 being released right before the midterm elections. I, I, I just, I don't think it's a good look. And as someone who supports the president, someone who wants to see him reelected in November, I don't think it helps his cause that people on the right are out there talking about these conspiracy theories. And it's not between the hours of 1 and 5 a.m., so I, I just don't think it's a good look and it won't help him get reelected. We'll have the same issue we had in 2012. So I think we should all work to get America reopened. Yes. And there should be a plan in place to slowly reopen the, the, uh, the country. But I think what you see as soon as this economy reopens, it's going to be right back where it was. You're going to see a recovering economy by, November, by the time November comes. So to talk about this being an, an attempt to win Joe Biden the election, again, did no one give Andrew Cuomo the memo? Did no one give Joe Biden the memo? He's not really taking advantage of it. So let's think about this, A, logically, and B, let's talk about how we can move on from this, how we can get through this crisis with our sanity and with our health and then come out on the other end better uh, more prepared and ready to get the economy back to where it was. Now, another thing I want to focus on before we get to the topic is people saying this is fear-mongering from the media, that the COVID-19 is fear-mongering from the media. Now, believe me, I'll be the first to tell you when I think the media is wrong about something. I watch CNN just so I can report to you exactly what CNN is talking about. However, when it comes to this, they're just giving numbers. I mean, New York had its deadliest day yesterday. I mean, that's heartbreaking. We are, losing, we are losing lives to this virus 
and they, they're reporting it. Because guess what? If we weren't, if the media was not reporting accurately about COVID-19, well, then they get blamed for underplaying it. And that's why so many people um, are getting sick. So it's not fear-mongering. It's not this conspiracy theory. Let's work together. Let's get past this. Let's defeat this virus and get back to normal. All right. When we come back, we're talking schools and face masks. It's Joe Beamer. It's Friday on WBEN. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.